Good afternoon, everybody. This is Jeff J. Brown, China Rising Radio, Sinoland in cloudy, humid Chiang Mai. My wife and I have uh, rented a house, but we're getting it painted and and um, ready for us to move in hopefully next week. Uh, where you see me here is actually a really nice apartment that some friends of ours use as a seasonal place, and they're not they're back home, so they were very gracious uh, to uh, let us uh, borrow their apartment until we could find a place to move in. Today is an important day. Mao Zedong died 43 years ago. Today, he made the world a much better, safer place for all of us. Pictured above, the man with the visionary plan, in spite of almost three generations of the big lie propaganda machines, poisonous fabrications, 95% of the Chinese people still follow Mao's anti-imperial world vision and know that without him, China would be a continent-sized, raped and plundered hellhole balkanized into 10 different Western-controlled puppet states. I took this photo in Changsha when I visited Mao's ancestral home. It's, it is a huge statue of young Mao made collectively with the guidance of the Hunan provincial government. All right. On September 9th, 1976, Mao Zedong, humanity's most effective national leader ever and 20th century's most influential, died. 1976 had been a tough year already for the Chinese people. Premier Zhou Enlai and Marshal Zhu De both revered by the masses, had passed away, and just weeks before Mao died, China experienced one of the worst earthquakes in recorded history in Tangshan between Beijing and Tianjin. In spite of this quadruple blow to the national consciousness, the Chinese nation bounced back to where it is today. Mao's vision and teachings continue to guide and inspire his people into the future. The vast majority of humanity outside China is so brainwashed by the West's big lie propaganda machine, abbreviated BLPM, that they cannot even begin to imagine what a towering, visionary, and wildly successful national leader Mao Zedong truly was. My encomium for the man is, never in the history of the human race has one person done so much incredible good for so many people in such a short period of time. I did a huge amount of research into Mao Zedong when writing the China Trilogy, see below. In my first book, 44 Days, I was still clinging to all the anti-communist socialist BLPM projectile vomit that has covered planet Earth knee-deep. Quote, Mao was a blood-drinking monster who lustily massacred tens of millions of his fellow citizens while cleaning his mossy-covered vampire fangs with his saurian claws, end of quote. Thanks to the uber-efficacious BLPM, that is unfortunately the image that the vast majority of the human race has about Mao Zedong, very sad indeed, because he has much to teach every global citizen. I regretted those first book errors, set the record straight in book number two, China Rising, and with even more research in book number three, China is Communist, damn it, explained who Mao really was as a person and a leader of one-fourth of the human race from the 1930s to 1976. 
Mao was not a killer. He was a he was first and foremost an, a teacher and a charismatic, inspiring visionary who worked to create a more just, more democratic, more equitable society for the Chinese people. And he succeeded beyond anyone's wildest imaginings. Without Mao Zedong, China today would be a continent-sized, raped and plundered hellhole, balkanized into 10 different internecine, war-ravaged, drug-soaked, mafia-sodomized, Western-controlled puppet states. Think Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, Iraq, Yemen, Sudan, Somalia, and every other of the hundreds of countries and peoples Uranglo land has debauched, destroyed, exterminated, and exploited for the last 500 years. The Chinese call the 110 years when the West and then Japan did exactly that to their country, 1839 to 1949, as the century of humiliation. Thanks to Mao, since then, the Chinese call their country New China, and all but the most extreme Mao haters know that without him, they would not be where they are today, leading the world into the 22nd century by the communist social example of people-powered democracy and socio-economic justice. It's not even close. Case closed. Deng Xiaoping's dramatically successful reforms and opening up after Mao's death would have been impossible without the latter's industrial, scientific, infrastructural, agricultural development, and bottom-up, mass-line, democratic foundations for the country and his people. Even 95% of Mao haters in China acknowledge and accept his anti-imperial, anti-colonial world vision. They don't want to be Asia's next Libya either, and thanks to Mao, they are free, independent, and not occupied by foreign armies, something none of Uranglo-land's supposed, quote, allies, end of quote, can claim. The world would be a very frightening, miserable place without new China, counterbalancing the West's soul and planet-destroying six E's of racism, expansionism, extermination, expropriation, extraction, enslavement, and evangelism. Because of Mao's once-in-human-history achievements, giving the Chinese people the vision, means, and moral authority to prosper, progress, and stand up to Western imperialism, Uranglo Land has spent billions of dollars in euros and continues to do so in Asia, Africa, Latin America, and Oceania to destroy Mao's dream, adopted by current President Xi Jinping as the Chinese dream, first for the country's people and then as an alternative model of win-win cooperation and multipolar, multipolar governance for all of humanity. The West capitalist elites are scared to death you may start demanding Mao's dream, the Chinese dream of a better world and shared vision for all peoples, starting with the oppressed global 99%. That is why they work eight days a week, 25 hours a day, to keep you brainwashed and Pavlovian fearful of all the communist socialist success stories for the last 100 years and continue to try to destroy their superior ways of life. As the Chinese are fond of saying, may Mao Zedong live 10,000 years. Mao Zedong, when sweet. If not in body, then in spirit. Mao's visionary struggle for socioeconomic justice and people's democracy continues across the globe. 
Note, besides extensive writings in the China Trilogy, see below, here are companion articles and podcasts I have done about Mao Zedong. This is Jeff J. Brown, China Rising Radio Sinoland, signing out from Chiang Mai, Thailand. Have a wonderful day.